So the Bronx, aka BX, or the Boogie Down Bronx for those of an older generation, is coming to Upland. Welcome to Nifty Business. I'm your host, Taj, or digitally known as Tropic Vibes. Here, we explore NFTs and highlight the people that are shaping the world of Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. I did a full episode on Upland, was actually episode number 17, where I give a full rundown of Upland. However, just to give you a quick overview what it is, if it's something you're not familiar with, it is a play-to-earn NFT game in a semi-metaverse, if you will. I don't want to call it a full metaverse because it's not really immersive. It is pretty 2D, and it's just an overlay of Google Maps. However, in this, there is real-world value in the sense that you're buying these digital properties. They're stored on the blockchain as NFTs. You can build on them, you can sell them, and you can generate real-world income. There's an in-game currency called Upix, and just by holding these uh, NFTs, you actually earn Upix over time. And then, of course, when people travel to your property, they pay a fee generating income for you. There's uh, additional ways you can build on his properties, you can make uh, income, and there's just multiple ways, and a lot of this hasn't even rolled out as yet. It is still under development, and they're rolling out different cities and what have you, so I was very excited to see that the Bronx is coming. This is a fairly new concept of gaming and NFTs and fusing everything together, and there's finance, and you're able to stake and earn interest and all sorts of things that you normally do as far as with property and real estate, so having that in a digital world that can actually be converted out to real world dollars is just an amazing development. However, since the concept is so new, not a lot of people understand exactly what's going on here. Uh, just this week, I was on Facebook and I saw an ad for Upland, uh, one of the cities saying that the lands are now for sale. And I just decided to uh, look on the comments to see what the people are saying. And, I, and one of them really jumped out to me. And someone wrote, this is the dumbest game ever. There is no point to it. And I'm looking through some of the comments and I realized a lot of people just don't even understand it. They probably signed up for it or launched the app, uh, whether it be on the browser or a smartphone, because you could do it either way. I find it a little bit difficult to use it on the phone to get the full experience. I enjoy it a lot more on the desktop using the browser. If you don't fully understand what I just spoke about as far as the NFTs and uh, having the ability to earn income from it, it just seems like a silly game with a little block explorer just drifting around on the map and there really isn't much to do. If you don't understand that it is actually a property, it's like basically buying raw land and then it's for you to actually build upon that and, and turn it into something spectacular, then of course it's just going to seem like a silly thing to you. But like I said, episode 17, I really went into it and just uh, described it a lot more. And when I first started off playing, I started off in Brooklyn and everything there in Manhattan and Brooklyn and the New York City area is completely sold out for the most part anyways. There, there are properties for sale, but they are sky high. And I ended up going to Nashville, which was the last city that opened up. That's where I started to play the game. That's where I've been for about a month or so. And I was just enjoying uh, the process of that. But when I saw that the Bronx was coming, I got really excited because, for one, I'm from New York, or really, I grew up in New York, I should say. And one of the first places that I went to and I visited with my family a lot was in the Bronx. So I was excited that the Bronx was uh, coming to this world and I could get some property in the Bronx. 
like in real life, you actually travel from city to city, whether you use the train or you take a flight. And to come from Nashville, I took the plane and I flew in because I knew there was just going to be a mad rush because it was announced that the Bronx was opening up on December 8th, which would be today. So I decided to come into town a few days early and just beat the rush. However, when I noticed when I was coming from Nashville and flying up that the, the fares actually went up already. And it's just like in, in real world, there during uh, peak when there's demand prices go up and it so I flew in a few days early and I just had my blocker spur uh, in the Bronx just ready to go for uh, when the land sales opened up so when I first arrived the first thing I noticed that there were executives and big shot players and you can tell ex exactly how uh, how many properties someone owns by the way their their block explorer looks you see them all stacked up and the directors and the executives have a whole bunch of uh, they look like poker chips next to their uh, block explorer their little icon that's drifting around and I realized there's just so many big players in the space and honestly it reminded me of that old uh, Budweiser commercial when uh, the, the the cowboy flies into New York City and he just stuck out like a sore thumb and if you don't remember that this is from the 90s uh, this is how it goes how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Well, thanks for asking. I'm doing fine. Just got in today. My brother-in-law picked me up at the airport. Mighty big airport y'all got here. And the people here are so nice. You want a beer? I want a bud. How you doing? 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 I'm doing fine. I just got here today. My brother-in-law picked me up at the airport. And the people sure are nice. Nice people. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing fine. I just got here. My brother-in-law came and picked me up from the airport. It's a mighty big... So yeah, when I came in from Nashville, I was definitely uh, amongst all the big shots and I felt like a little guy. I won't lie. So I was like, okay, well, this is cool. I'm already here early. And I realized that a few things that were on the schedule for uh, the Bronx before it opened up. Number one, on Sunday, they actually had a, a terminal sale. The terminals are what you'd use, whether it be, uh, well, there's no airport in the Bronx, but there is a train station. So the train station that you're going to use to get to the city, they went for sale. There was a 24-hour registration on starting on Saturday, and they start to go for sale on Sunday. And now with that, the owners of those terminals actually generate real-world income that they can actually use and convert out just as if it was a property because they're investing the money into buying these terminals, and that is how the people are going to get into the city. So really, that is the only way to get into the Bronx is you're going to have to t uh, go through one of these terminals, and to do so, you pay a fee. It's similar to just like when you own one of the pieces of property uh, on the map. When someone travels to your spot or they're using it to navigate around the map, they actually end up paying the owner a small fee. And so these terminals are basically the gateway to the cities and uh, they went on sale. Then yesterday on Monday, there was a stress test of the system. They actually opened up a section of the Bronx to just see how they can handle the volume because usually when a new city opens up, all the players from all over the place uh, just flood into that area and they try to mint out as much properties as possible because it is a land rush. Everyone just tries to grab up as much as they can, especially all the hot spots around the terminals or whatever point of entries in, into that city, whether it be the airport or the train. And just by doing that... They want to really see how the system can and handle this because there has been a surge of new players coming into Upland in, in the last month or so. And they're setting all kinds of uh, personal records for themselves. And they're very excited. So 
They decided to do the responsible thing, do the stress test the day before, and then launch it today. Now, there are some snags, so in result, which I'll go into in a second, they're actually pushing it back a little bit. So the actual update from their blog, which I'll leave a link to, if you want to read the full thing, because there's a lot more than what I'm actually going to cover in this, because they break down a lot of things about the project, where they're going with the city tiers and everything. There's a lot of great information, and you could spend quite a few hours just reading through all the information, because they're doing some really big things in the space. But what I'm going to read is this recent update as to uh, how things are going with the Bronx project, or the rollout, I should say. So the team posted this today. Thank you for participating in today's stress test. Over the course of the stress test, we experienced a record high of logged in players. Even though almost 2,000 properties were minted in under 10 minutes, there are some obvious lag issues that we need to investigate. As a result, we will not be continuing with the opening of the Wakefield neighborhood. And that is a section of the Bronx. It does not say that here, but that is one of the parts of the Bronx. We're working to review all of the information collected during today's stress test, and we'll have an update for you later today. So that was part one. And then part two... Today, there was a global outage of the Amazon Web Services, AWS, that had a direct impact on the Upland platform. However, at this point, we cannot be confident that the outage was the root cause of the lag during today's stress test, as data from AWS during the outage period is unavailable. Assuming that the AWS outage will be fully resolved, we are tentatively planning to conduct a follow-up stress test for the Bronx tomorrow. So Wednesday, December 8th, which is today, at 8 a.m. Pacific time. The test will begin with the opening of the Baychester neighborhood of the Bronx. Assuming platform stability, we will continue with opening of the Wakefield neighborhood. We hope to see you all for tomorrow's test. So in result, they're actually rolling back the full release. Today, which was supposed to be the full rollout at 8 a.m. Pacific time, is going to be another stress test. They actually did not say exactly when the full rollout will be. However, if you participate in the stress test, you'll be able to mint out some properties depending on the, the rush and the, the, the amount of volume. I don't know how long it's going to be open, but the full Bronx will definitely not be open today. One thing that I really want to comment on this is, as you can see, we're really bridging. It's like a hybrid between Web 2 and Web 3 because we're touting this whole decentralized model of things. But right here, you can see that there is an outage with AWS, which is, of course, Amazon, the old school. I say old school as if uh, we're talking about, you know, dial up Internet. But Amazon, which is the old guard, if you will, of uh, the Internet they're still housing a lot of the data for uh, what we're doing in Web3. It is not fully decentralized in the sense that there aren't uh, the full model of having the computers and servers just all over the place with just regular people all over the world as yet. A lot of the infrastructure is still relying on the big players such as the Microsofts and the Amazons in the world. But of course, all of this is a step in the right direction and Upland is definitely growing. Just to throw out a few numbers from uh, also that's uh, posted in this blog, Upland has experienced record growth in activity in the last month. In just the past few days, we have seen record levels of daily activity of 75,000 users, daily transaction volumes of 184 million upics, as well as daily trading volumes of 10.6k. Cities surrounding San Francisco Bay Area are almost entirely sold out, and cities in the Manhattan sphere of influence have been sold out for quite some time. This has created significant pressure for the supply and the demand of their respective locales. 
which highlights the need for additional cities expansion. So that is one of the reasons why the Bronx is put on the map as far as the timeline, I should say, not the map, as far as it's being released. Because in the New York City area, that's where I tried to go into. I mean, all the properties are sky high as far as, you know, compared to uh, when I went to Nashville. And I, I had to leave the city. So I was excited to see that the Bronx is coming and I can come back to New York and I can start minting properties in the New York metropolitan area. But what I really want to touch on in this, what they bring out is supply and demand. And I think that is one of the cool things that is uh, incorporated into this game. Just as with the real world, prices are determined by supply. If demand exceeds the supply, prices go up. If there is way more supply than there is demand, prices go down. That is just capitalism and a free market in its truest sense. They're actually exploring a lot of economic principles. And I'm interested to see where all this is going to go. Because on these properties, when you're buying the land, you can build on them and you're going to be able to launch businesses and what have you there's going to be city taxes and there's there's a whole system that is they're setting up in a whole economy that's going to build out around this game right now for the most part you'll see, still see uh, some properties and some buildings popping up here and there but for the most part people are just buying the raw land right now and not really fully developing it and using it but there is going to be a full economy inside of this game and just as with the, the property prices going up and down and the, the, the demand and, and, and meeting that, these businesses that are going to be in these spaces are going to uh, have a different prices and, and fluctuation based on uh, traffic. So I can already see it right now, the way this is going and the different taxes in the area and the way they're working out all the models. You can read more about this on the, the blog itself. But Manhattan, because the prices are so high, in order to generate income and the income from the sales is actually it's going back to the pool and the pool meaning that the community uh the liquidity of the upics and being able to change it out for other tokens and what have you it's going back into the project that's what these taxes are so it's not like a property tax where the government is going to come and take away your properties but it is taxed on the income that you're generating on your property it is then um going back into the pool that's the way it's going to work so in order to pay these quote-unquote uh, taxes on the income that you're generating with your property in such as Manhattan, you're going to have to have high-priced things that you're selling. So the properties that I currently own in Nashville where there is nowhere near as much as demand and the prices are extremely low, I can sell things on there once I start to build on there for a much lower price and still be able to cash out because the taxes are not going to be anywhere near as high as Manhattan. So just bring it back to the real world and bridging all of this together. Just think of what it would cost for a little studio apartment in the heart of Manhattan versus a little studio apartment in Nashville or some smaller city. It is going to be fractional compared to that. So that same economic model is going to actually play into this game. So it's going to be pretty cool. And I love to see how this is going to play out. So whenever they do open up uh, the Bronx, I'm excited to get my property in the New York area. And I'm definitely going to be building on this. This is one of those games games that uh, I definitely see myself playing for a, a while because uh, I'm really uh, enjoying what they're doing, how they're building it. It's very creative space and I think it is a cool project all over. And I suggest that you, you check out the website. If you have not ever played it, you can actually play it and, and get into it and start buying some very cheap properties within the first week that you're in the game. 
because you get a bonus as a new player and they do have these FSA properties, which are a fair start act, which are reserved for new players. So the prices stay low on that. And even with the Bronx, about 20% of those properties are going to be reserved for newer players. So that way, all those big shots with the uh, chips that I explained earlier in the episode won't buy up everything. There's going to be at least 20% reserved for new players. So with all that said, I hope you found this interesting and see all the possibilities that this space really offers because it is a lot more than just buying an NFT and flipping it as quick as possible because that doesn't always work out. There are actual models and and, and economies and worlds being built here and it is just a very cool space, a very cool time and I... I and who knows where all this is going to be in six months or a year. I mean, I am so excited. This is just, just some amazing time. So I look forward to the next one. I will see you tomorrow. Later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.